It's 10 p.m. It's uh, 199 Radio. My name's Luke Fraser, and this is The Tonic.
Mortuous Plango Vivos Voco by the late Jonathan Harvey, written in 1980. Uh, that piece is made out of two main sounds, the tenor bell at Winchester Cathedral and the voice of Harvey's son, who was then chorister at Winchester. That was initially uh, an eight-channel octophonic composition written on the Music 5 software and based on the eight lowest harmonic partials of that bell at Winchester and there'll be some more spectral music coming up later on the tonic. That was released on the album Tombo de Messian, the label is Sargasso, and the year 1999. So next up, this is a piece I heard uh, earlier this year, and it kind of made me sit up. This is Sky Maclay. Thank you. 
Seca, Minnesota's very own Sky McClay there. That was many, many cadences written sometime, I think, in the early 2000s, composed entirely out of cadences, as it says, mainly perfect cadences, those little chord sequences that end musical phrases or pieces and kind of cascading through a range of keys at a pretty startling rate. That was performed by the Spectral Quartet on the album's Serious Business. The label is Sono Luminous and the year was 2016. Now we're going to take a dive right back now. This is a classic from Stravinsky. <laughs> Thank you. 
bizarre, brilliant, and in the end, just a bit sad, really. That's Stravinsky's retrofitted tribute to Debussy, Symphonies of Wind Instruments, originally written close to Debussy's death in 1920 and revised 1948, and a kind of great example of the kind of cut and paste technique in music. That was performed by the London Sinfonietta, conducted by Essa Pekka-Salonen, uh, released on the album Works for Piano and Orchestra by Sony Classical in 1990. And now there's going to be a tiny bit of bonus Stravinsky, just because it's not so well known and uh, I think it's great.
Stravinsky bringing the funk there in the short song cycle for Russian peasant songs that was written way back in his Russian period in 1917 and later expanded in 1964 to add four French horns because why not? That was uh, performed by the Greg Smith Singers, conducted by Greg Smith and released as part of the uh, Stravinsky edition, The Complete Works on Sony Classical in 1991. Uh, that's a really underrated piece in my opinion and hasn't yet had a, a recent recording that it deserves. And now this.
pure eeriness, pure atmosphere. That's Meredith Monk's classic Dolman music from 1979, performed by Monk and uh, her own band, I believe, on the album Dolman Music, released on ECM New Series in 1981. Now, the birth of electronic music composition is often credited to the likes of Pierre Schaffer and the music concrete movement. Schaffer himself coined that term in 1948. And yet, four years earlier, there was this, what is quite possibly the world's earliest piece of composed electronic music. This is Halim El Dabba. short excerpt there going by the name of Wire Recorder Piece that was excerpted by Halim El Dabba himself from his original work The Expression of Tsar and presented in a downtown Cairo art gallery way back in 1944. El Dabba used a portable magnetic wire recorder taking samples from an Egyptian Tsar ceremony with just vocalists there. Uh, he said later of the piece that he just started playing around with the wire recorder equipment, including reverberation, echo chambers, voltage controls, and a re-recording room that had movable walls to create different kinds and amounts of reverb. Concentrating on the high tones, he started eliminating the fundamental tones and isolating the high overtones so that the finished recording featured voices that are not really recognisable as voices anymore but with only kind of those high overtones and all their kind of beats and clashes. A little piece of history there. Halim El Dabba's wire recorder piece uh, that was re-released on a compilation of El Dabba's music called Crossing Into the Electric Magnetic on the label Without Fear in 2000. 
Now, there's another story behind the next piece, but that can wait. Let's have a listen first. This is Ben Johnston.
That's Ben Johnson's String Quartet Number no. 7 with Solemnity, the third movement from that, written in 1984. Considered uh, by many people to be the world's hardest string quartet and basically unplayable, uh, not because of complexity of texture, kind of rhythm or pyrotechnic technique, but just because of the number of microtones used in it. Uh, in this piece alone, estimated by the composer to be over 1,000 microtones, with some intervals as small as one cent or one one-hundredth of a semitone. So that complexity is not really kind of necessarily complexity for its own sake, but rather to restore to harmony the kind of richness of overtones that was largely lost with the movement to equal temperament at the time of Bach. Uh, the Kepler Quartet, who recorded that uh, string quartet, they exist solely to play Johnson's quartets. They spent a total of 14 years in rehearsal for these recordings and moved house uh, for the purpose to be near Johnston uh, in his home in Madison, Wisconsin. So uh, that album that that seventh is taken from is part of that cycle. Uh, it's string quartets number six, seven and eight. The uh, label is New World and the year is 2016. And now full circle in a sense, another milestone of electronic music to close out. This is Trevor Wishart and Global Alia. <laughs>
Tetz, 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 tetz
Some of the finest chops in all of electronic music there. That's the hugely underrated Trevor Wishart and Globalalia, written in 2004. Uh, that piece of music has been released a few times on a few different releases. The one I have is an album called Composition 3. The label is Flying Swimming and the year 2008. So that's it for uh, another episode, the second episode of The Tonic. Want to do a few shout outs. Um, first up to Wilbur, Barney and Jude. Uh, Wilbur may be the youngest listener of the tonic, but yeah, shout outs to you guys. I'd like to do a shout out to Christopher, the producer who has worked uh, overtime to be here tonight. So big thanks to Chris. Big thanks to uh, everyone at 199, uh, to Lee and to Freddie and to Luke, to Luke Hansbury for assisting again very generously with this show tonight that's it for the tonic i will be back in four weeks time that's thursday the 15th of november uh, same time 10 p.m till midnight hope to see you there <laughs>